Welcome to the Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast. We explore popular practices, songs, and ideas in the modern church world in the light of Sola Scriptura and Toto Scriptura. I'm Cody Fields, the president of Westminster Effects. Go buy stuff for your guitar at westminstereffects.com and join the discussion in the Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast Lounge. And you know the drill. If you've ever listened to a podcast in your entire life, make sure you subscribe on all the various channels, share, and give us five stars, even if this show has ruined your life. I am joined for the third Fight Laugh Feast episode by Harbor Freight Doug Wilson himself. You know him from his interdenominational meetings on various and sundry social media platforms. Mr. Keith Foskey. Keith, welcome to the Doxology Podcast. Hey, brother. Thank you for letting me be on. Absolutely. So we just met yesterday uh, via Greg Moore of the Dead Men Walking Podcast, and it's it's been hilarious, I got to say. I have not stopped laughing except to record this intro. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, fast friends. I enjoy fast friends. Yes, exactly. Uh, they're preferable to slow friends. Unless you're getting chased by a bear. <laughs> then a slow friend is preferable because then you can just outrun the slow friend. Well, I, maybe I was thinking I was a lot of my friends are slow, but then not... not, not. <laughs> You're just delusional at this point. Yes, it's okay. Yes, yeah. You drove how how far was the drive for you through the night yesterday? I, I yeah, I drove started at four PM from Jacksonville, Florida, four thirty PM. And I and I and I rolled in at eight AM. Wow. So it was, you know, I can't do math, but it was it was more than twelve hours. It was supposed right. to be a twelve hour drive, but I stopped twice to nap. Right. Trying to make sure you don't die on the way. Yeah, yeah, I'm driving my my dad let me borrow his Dodge diesel pickup. It is a dually Oh, let's go. It's it's eight thousand he has an additional fuel tank in the back that makes it like eight thousand pounds, it's fully loaded. Wow. And I'm thinking, well if I hit anything, it's yeah. going with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So for those who don't know you, uh, other than the fact that you're Harbor Freight Doug Wilson, that you do your interdenominational meetings, kinda of what's your what are you kind of known for on this thing that we call the internet? Mostly humor yeah. videos. Yeah. Um, I am a but, pastor. But you're a pastor. Like, is that allowed? Uh, <laughs> I've made it allowed. <laughs> I've made it work. Um, it's like Palpatine in Star Wars. I'll make it legal. That's right. That's right. I am the Senate. Yeah. No, uh, I'm thankful that uh, God has given me um, elders that support what I do. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. they actually um, even from the beginning, even when it was just a podcast, because it started out as just a podcast, they always saw it as an extension of ministry, and they never gave me right. like a hard time of saying, "Oh, we don't want you to waste time." They actually let me set up a studio in the church. They let oh, me nice. buy equipment and make made it quality, yep. po- a quality podcast. But my wife had the idea. She said, "Hey, the, you know, TikTok's fan- TikTok is." out there and people are watching it and and there there's so much so much podcast content now so many everybody has a podcast right it's right. like it's like 20 years ago everybody had a blog yep. now everybody has a podcast and it, and it was a blog on like zanga that's right MySpace. yeah yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if you know who mike burbigley is he's a mm. comedian but he's but he talks about that he said everybody has a blog it's like i went to jc penny today it's like <laughs> that's not a blog but people write it you know it's like that parks and rec episode about what was it uh tom's Twitter feed where it was just <laughs> stuck in traffic. Ugh. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the way you know the podcast. Our podcast sort of felt like white noise. It was just it just mm. wasn't didn't really have an audience. We had some folks who listened and yeah. some folks who were really encouraging. But my wife said, "Well, you know, you're pretty funny, 
and she's hilarious and she's not not unwilling so, so high praise coming from someone who's funny yeah my wife's hilarious and 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 she writes a lot of our stuff if you a lot of the denomination if people think the denomination videos are funny a lot of that comes from her right so um she sat down and she said well let's do a let's do a video where all the denominations talk to each other yeah 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 and that that was the start it's it just our, gone from there yeah at this point absolutely so what was what was the what spurred you on to do those kinds of things anyway? Like, why why would you be so uncharitable as to make the Lutheran perpetually drinking beer? <laughs> why would you be so uncharitable? Like everything, you know everything is a is a hyper caricature. Yep. Of and and, and that's even superior theology. You saw right. me yesterday. I was wearing my hashtag superior theology yep. shirt. Yep. That is every Presbyterian pastor I know. Right. Is very. Is, is, is very, and when I say this, I don't mean this in a bad way. They're very proud of the fact that they have. That they're Presbyterian. That, well, <laughs> they have the most rigorous, uh, maybe, maybe not the most rigorous, but one of the most rigorous ordination standards. Yeah. So they have to go through all these things, all yep. this school that, you know, you, you know, some Baptist pastors never, never even been to school or seminary or anything like that. Right. And, and that, that, that not, not all, but I'm saying in general right. w- within Presbyterianism, and, there's and pros there's, and cons trade-offs for all of that. That's right. right? So there's this high bar. So wh- I w- it was during the Thanksgiving episode that I did, the mm-hmm. denominations were saying what they were thankful for. Yep. And so like the, you know, big Eva was thankful for, lights and smoke machines right and, and and everybody was just sort of doing this sort of stereotypical thing yeah well the 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 um the presbyterian held up the westminster standards he said i'm <laughs> i'm thankful superior theology yeah and that's yeah. where the term came from so it's all about caricatures mm-hmm. and honestly with the lutheran i'm most afraid of lutherans they are vicious <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so the closest well, one, one of my normal co-hosts is a confessional lutheran and he doesn't even refer to himself as a lutheran he calls himself an augsburgian christian there you, you go know. yes well, I um, I love Lutherans. I, Luther is one of my favorite historical characters. Yep. Every every October, I do a, a, a biography of, of Luther. I actually mm-hmm. go to schools and do it. I go and talk nice. about Luther. So I, I'm a huge respecter of Luther and Lutherans. But, but who, also, thank God he never had a Twitter account. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, he's the one who gave us license for cussing. <laughs> No. Let me find the bleep button, really yeah. so I don't have to turn it into an explicit episode, right? So that is where the Lutheran comes from. It's just gotcha. that you know, you know, they're going to be cantankerous. They're going to be, they're going to be, and the and the Presbyterian wants to be their friend, but they don't want to be the Presbyterian's friend, and that's right. always the joke. Right, right, right. And, but then you have the uh, the United Methodist with a what is this? A pink polo with a popped collar. The United Methodist is always very special. He's very thankful for everyone and everything. And I can't. I can't tell. Let me just see how many bridges I can burn. I can't tell if that's a gay voice or just South Georgia. Well, <laughs> there's a lot going on in South Georgia. <laughs> no, I, I. I will say the only. The only. I want to say pushback, but the only time. One of my elders, I have two elders I serve with, only time one of them was a, a little off-put was the first time I did the Methodist. Yeah. He, he, he came up and he says, are you trying to sound gay? And, yeah. I, and I was like, have you met a United well, Methodist? <laughs> I said, I'm not not trying to sound gay. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, yeah. I said, I'm trying to sound effeminate. Yeah. And so. Yeah, just leave it at that. Yeah. So why, why do funny things? In, in Christendom, why uh, why not just 
do discipleship things? Why not just have another quote unquote just another podcast about Calvinism, right? Um, I I invest the majority of my life in in the church. Yeah, and um, you know we have our academy, we have our um, we have all the things that we do that are real discipleship things. Yeah. And comedy for me is an outlet for creativity. Yep. Because I enjoy being creative. And I love to make people laugh and I love to laugh. You know this because you spent mm-hmm. the last 24 hours hanging out together. Yeah. Yep. And I just love to make people laugh. Uh, yesterday at lunch, we're riffing on the, the, the you know, the, the drinks having, you know, lids and everything and all this dumb stuff. Just, really yeah. just stupid things. One of the things that I'm so thankful that Ken Ham does not have paper straws because paper straws are a sign of the coming apocalypse and make me want to be a dispensationalist because <laughs> I believe in the Antichrist because of paper right. straws and Starbucks and paper straws right. and all this garbage. But, and then you would have to be one of the representatives of premillennialism to joust on top of the ark. They won't let me. I just asked. Uh, I said, can I get on top of the ark just with a sword, just for a picture? And the guy's like, probably not. I was like, but there's a probably. There's a th- <laughs> yeah. You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> That's right. I became We're talking Lloyd- about a place called Aspen. <laughs> I became Lloyd Christmas. So you're saying there's a chance. What was all that one in a million talk? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So you got an outlet for creativity. What else? What else we have? I just love to make, like I said, I love to make people laugh. I, I, I would tell you, I was on with Michelle Leslie recently, and I said this, and I think it was kind of weird, but it, but it tells something about me. Because mm-hmm. um, she was asking me sort of a similar question, why, why comedy? Yeah. I actually remember where I was standing when Robin Williams died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my dad, like, he remembers where he was when when JFK died. Right. Like he was working on a car when, yep. JFK, when JFK was shot. Yeah. I was standing in Walmart when I opened up my phone and it said Robin Williams had killed himself. Wow. And I remember where I was in Ocala, Florida in a Walmart. And I just remember thinking like this was a moment, like not that Robin Williams was like a huge hero of mine, mm-hmm. but that's the, that's what I grew up with. Yeah. I grew up with comedians sort of helping shape my personality. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but um, I, I, I <laughs> This is a dark story, uh, but I, I, I remember that as well. So that was the week that I got married. Oh, wow. And so that entire week was just insane. One, there was a torrential downpour in Greenville that that evening. And so to get to the car, we had to walk through ankle deep water. Oh, it actually man. washed away someone and killed them on, like, in Greenville. Like it was the water oh, wow. was coming so hard. And so I turn on the TV later that week and one. You have uh, Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri had happened, and then Robin Williams died. Like, all in the same way, he's like, we got married, and d- did we cause this? <laughs> did we kill Robin Williams? <laughs> that's sad. That's sad, but funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, but this, is, this is what we're talking about. Is we, exactly. we can kind of laugh about this at the same time, you know? So it but, proceed. Well, no, no, but that. So comedians were a big part of my growing up. Yeah, and, and even Christian comedians, people don't ever, people don't remember guys like Mike Warnke, right? Um, Dennis Swanberg, uh, guys who aren't necessarily Christian but had a had a clean uh, uh, routine. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, gosh, what's the guy's name? Told all the stories. He was like country. Did Grand Ole Opry. Um, I know who you're talking about. I, I can't. Just don't yeah, the I name. can't think of his name right right off. But there are these people who just. That, that's the voice I wanted to have. Right. I wanted to have a voice that made people laugh. I was a professional magician at the age of 16. So, like, I've always been a performer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when God called me into ministry, I've, I've said this many times, I, I was worried. 
because I don't want to be a performer in the pulpit. I don't want to be a, a, right. a, a clown. So mm. I take preaching very seriously. You don't want to be Big Eva. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. And, and so I want this other outlet to allow that other side of me mm-hmm. to have a way to get out where I'm not trying to be a comedian in the pulpit, but I can be a serious expositor in the pulpit. Right. And yet, you know, like Hans Feeney is a hero of mine. He's Lutheran satire. Mm-hmm. He does stand up and that yeah. makes me happy. Yeah. Because he's a he's a legit Lutheran pastor. Yep. And yet he still does stand up and I think that's great. Right. It, kind of one of the mottos that flies around here every now and then with Westminster Effects is Jesus Lord of guitar too. That's right. right. Of, and, of music. He's also Lord of laughter. He's, he's Lord, Lord of comedy. Of, of that's right. What things are funny. Uh, so so what what makes things funny? Um, a lot of times it's obvious things. Yeah. You would think there's like some secret to it. It's not the best, the, 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 the most, the most positive feedback I've had has been on two videos. Mm-hmm. One is when I did the denominations go shooting. Yeah. And w- the, the reason why that was so popular was it was a crossover because people mm. love guns, people love comedy. Yeah. It was a crossover and, yep. and people love church or people who do, go to church love church. So, so there's like this three, <laughs> these three things, they sort of trifected into this thing. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing I said in that video that was incredibly funny, except at the very end when I was the, um, I come up with a slingshot and I said, that's the Amish or the Mennonite. I'm the <laughs> Mennonite because everybody else is shooting guns. Yeah. But everybody saw a gun they liked. Everybody saw something, and yeah. it connected. Like Big Eva had a fifty caliber. It was right. just ridiculous. Because thing. of course he did. Yeah, it, yeah, got a big, big and loud. What, what did the Presbyterian have? Nineteen eleven. Because per, of the perfect because firearm. Of, because of course he did. Superior. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that, and then the, the other video was the, the the airlines. And I remember this because I got invited on the Presbycast for that. And, oh, okay. And Presbycast, I, I think I missed that one. They, so I'm gonna have to go back and. It's, Watch it. It's each denomination is an airline explaining okay. what their plane is like. Oh no! And the IFB is handing out instead of air sick bags and uh, you know emergency, they're handing out Jack Chick tracks. And that line, <laughs> the Jack Chick track line, which is so obvious to me, is like IFB Jack Chick track. Yeah. This is a thing. Yeah. I got so many people. I can't believe you mentioned Jack Chick. I grew up with Jack Chick. So like it, right. it resonated. Like I said, sometimes it's the obvious things that resonate with people that's the most funny. Yeah. Well, what, what, what role does irony then play? Because that may not be quite so obvious or something like that. Right? Well, that is like the... I'm I'm not as subtle as some guys. Right. I'm a little more obvious with some of the humor. But there is some irony. It's, it's not quite the, the British deadpan. No, no. Right? It's it's in your face. It's yeah. My humor is, like I said, it's, it's like this is this would make a five-year-old laugh. Right. And, and I, I love right. the fact that it, here at the conference I had a little boy come up. And, he, and, and his dad was with him. And he said, my son wants you wants to shake your hand because he loves your videos. And that makes fantastic. me happy. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, there are certain things that, that, that are... Like I did a video on dogs and cats because mm-hmm. I'm doing Open Borders October. <laughs> Open Borders October is my joke against No Quarter November. And right. by the way, I just got permission from Doug Wilson to continue doing this. I took a picture <laughs> with him and I said, "Are you okay with all this?" And he goes, "Yeah, it's fine." <laughs> so, yeah. So, so I have complete permission. Right. But um, October, Open Borders October, I did. What's better, cats or dogs? Right. So, so no, no Quarter November for those who are uninitiated is when Wilson just goes no holds barred. He, I think he says he has like the second paragraph qualifier or something like that in most of his blogs where he's like, all right, so here's what I'm not saying for all of you who want to take me out of context, That's basically. Right. 
And so for all of November, he just ignores that rule and says whatever he wants unfiltered. Right? That's right. That's right. So And so you're doing the o- opposite. Open Borders October. His is universally controversial. Mine's universally adored. Yes. So I'm going to talk about dogs and cats. I'm talking about, I'm talking about uh, uh, dad jokes. Yeah. I'm going to do one where my wife and I are going to play. And w- w- this is coming up. We're going to play a game of Guess Who. But instead of the characters from Guess Who, it's going to be pastors. <laughs> so it's going to be like, okay, this guy doesn't believe in the Trinity. You know, like, yeah. like, like, like TD Jakes. There you yeah, go. Yeah. So that's, that's a type of humor, right? Yeah. 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 And, um, but the, I'm sorry, I kind of lost where I was going with that. But we were talking <laughs> about satire and, 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 um, well, even, even last night we were talking about, uh, doing an open borders October for Yamaha. Yes. Because, because Yamaha, it is universally adored whether you play guitar or whether you need a generator or whether you need an outboard motor or a they motorcycle do, or, a soundboard yeah we have a yamaha soundboard at yeah, church yeah the same company that built the jet ski right the, to build the soundboard <laughs> like everyone has to love yamaha that's right they make literally everything well yeah and and, and it's just yeah. let's chuckle at it right yeah yeah absolutely yeah so again the satire the the, the, the irony it's it's all in there but but the, getting back now I remember what i was going to say with the cat and dog video yeah the irony part the part that i don't think anybody saw coming was I explained what cats are like, what dogs are like, why mm-hmm. I love cats, why I love dogs, whatever, at the end. And I said, and at the end of the day, we know that cats are Presbyterian and dogs are Baptist. And that was the, like, that was the joke, right? That was, right. The, that was the thing people didn't see coming. Right, so, right. Yeah. Uh, you, it, you do have certain dog breeds that would lend themselves more toward Big Eva. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Did you ever see the picture of the two dogs with the, with the turtleneck sweaters? They're like they're like gray no. they're greyhounds. They're the most pristine. They're like show dogs, but yeah. they have a turtleneck sweater, and it says a couple of Presbyterian dogs. It's the funniest <laughs> picture. We had um, so we had so we currently have my wife and I currently have a hundred and twenty pound Newfoundland, and until a couple months ago, we had a sixteen year old Pomeranian. Wow! You you can imagine who ran the show. Oh no the, doubt the, the Pomeranian was absolutely Big Eva, and then I I don't know what the Newfoundland would be. He's slobbery and stupid. Is what he is. Oh, slobbery and stupid. He might be a Nazarene. I'm just kidding. Oh, that's mean. That's oh, I love all you Nazarenes. Don't that that was that was. I never get to say anything about the Nazarenes. Right. They're, 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 because no one cares. Well, people have asked me several times, like, why don't you include like the AME? Yeah. And and I'm like, um, because well, you don't want to Trudeau yourself. Yeah, there are certain things that I'm. I don't. I can't do. So, yeah, that's that's the tough part. Is is like, yeah, there there are limitations. Yeah. I got my five characters. Yeah. It's Big Eva, Presbyterian, Lutheran, Baptist, and Methodist. Well, it's like the Power Rangers. You go past five and you're just jumping the shark, That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> and it's like the four the four humors, right? The four personality types. Yeah. Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. every TV show had them. Every, yeah. you, know, so. you got your five denominations. Find yourself in one of them and deal with it. That's right. That's <laughs> and, right. And, it's, and it's it's like the Enneagram. You can find yourself in any of them at, at some particular time, right? Yeah, especially that, if you worship the devil. Right. That, that's why that's why personality we just did an episode on personality tests a couple weeks ago and it's yeah, all of these are pretty silly. For Have the you most ever part. done the Gary Smalley test? No. I, I, I still use this to this day, not because I trust in it or because it's great, but because right. it's fun. Yeah. And Gary Smalley came out he was a Christian psychologist and he did this four four personality test with four animals. Oh boy. You were either a lion, a a, a, a golden retriever, a otter. Or a or a beaver, so it's like the foremost like like it's like he it's like he just it was like he had a hat with animals in it and he just started pulling animal names out. Yep, yeah, you're an otter, and it's like the most ridiculous thing. And but to this day, my wife, I'll do something, and my wife will say, "Yeah, that's because you're a lion." Because we took this stupid test right. twenty years ago, right. and she's 
confident that that's what I am. And like, well, it's because you're a lion. What if what if you're a lion wing golden retriever? <laughs> well, that's it. Everybody has got a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Uh, well, I guess let's wrap this up so you can you you need to mingle. You have adoring fans that have been getting selfies with you people have been very sweet so yeah I'm thankful yeah yeah so uh where can people find you uh easiest place is calvinistpodcast.com that yep. takes you straight to our youtube page if anybody wants to contact me it's calvinistpodcast at gmail.com so just yep. sort of keep it simple and then it's at your calvinist on twitter fantastic well thanks for listening to the westminster effects doxology podcast go love god love your neighbor and make some music we'll see you next time